Hello, everyone, and welcome to Family Engagement Fridays, sponsored by Early Learning Ventures. Today, we have Heather Nera with the Mesa County Public Health, and she is the Early Childhood Services Program Manager. Welcome, Heather, to our presentation, and can you tell us a little bit about what you do at the Mesa County Public Health? Sure. Thanks for having me. I am the Early Childhood Services Program Manager, and my program oversees health and sanitation inspections for child cares. We also do the licensing for home and center facilities. And then we also are a child and adult care food program sponsor. So we have a lot going on, but today we're going to focus on that health and sanitation piece. Absolutely. Thank you, Heather. So the title of this podcast is Preventing the Spread of Illness, which I'm sure is going to be very meaningful to a lot of us parents. So we have some questions that have come up, Heather. And the first one is, what are some illnesses currently you're seeing in child cares? You know, in the right now we're in the winter. So the winter months can bring about a variety of different illnesses. Thankfully, uh, we had a a pretty hard hit with RSV at the end of 2022. Um, Thankfully, those numbers have gone down and the severity of that has gone down as well, but still seeing a little bit of that activity. Um, Also seeing flu, which is pretty common this time of year. Um, We had a peak again a little bit earlier this year than we've seen in other years, but that can also occur in the winter months. Um, Still seeing COVID. Um, Obviously, that's I'm here to stick around for a while, but thankfully um, those numbers have gone down as well. And um, one that kind of pops up here and there is norovirus. Some people call it the tummy bug. Um, That one is the one where kiddos are just um, vomiting quite a bit, pretty rapidly for a few days. um, And then it's kind of there and gone. And, And sometimes norovirus and the flu get confused. Um, But norovirus is that, you know, a lot of vomiting all at once couple of days and then you're done. Um, Flu has that like fever, headache, runny nose, and sometimes those kiddos will have vomiting or diarrhea associated with that. But those are some of the ones that we see kind of crop up in the winter months pretty commonly. Well, that's not a big surprise for sure. So knowing all that is happening, how can we prevent getting these illnesses? You know, vaccinations are great um, for flu and COVID. Um, Those are pretty effective. For the others, it's really being aware of your own health, your family's health, and really the health of other people around you as well. Um, Trying to avoid hanging out with those sick individuals. You know, some people are a little more persistent about being out in public and at social functions when they're ill, but really trying to, to... limit the number of sick individuals you're around. Um, Also, if you've found out that you are around somebody who has been sick, just really starting to watch for symptoms, understanding, you know, what they're sick with and see if those symptoms start to pop up in your own family. Also, maybe some extra good cleaning during those higher illness times. You know, you'll kind of hear whether it's through your childcare or your school you'll kind of hear these trends of increased illness and paying attention to that. Also, if there is illness going around, you know, trying to really reduce the touching of your eyes, your nose and your mouth. Those are very common places for these illnesses to enter into your body. 
So just being a little bit more diligent about that and also just washing hands when you're transitioning, say, from childcare, school, work, and you're getting home, having everybody stop at that hand sink before they get, you know, flowing into their rooms and touching in the kitchen. Um, So just really try to stop anything that you might have come in contact with. Hand washing isn't practical somewhere when you're out and about. Having some hand sanitizer is a great idea. Um, but also just really paying attention. You know, sometimes child cares will post if they're starting to see an increase in illness in the child care um, or if there are certain symptoms going around. Schools will often do that as well. And then you can also um, really pay attention to your local public health department. So here in Mesa County, we have a great page. It's called What's Going Around. We start to track data, show you what the trends are with um, cases increasing or decreasing, and then also educate you on symptoms, what to watch for. Um, and so that's those can be really helpful tools to prevent illness. Great. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if my family is experiencing any of these illnesses, how do I get rid of these germs and protect the rest of the family? Right. So that's that's the hard part. Once it once it gets there, what do we do? So we learned a lot from COVID in terms of isolating people who are sick and even in our homes. So can can that ill individual just kind of stick to one bedroom? Maybe it's, you know, you trade use of the master bedroom if it has a bath. So, that you know, a restroom so they can just kind of stay in that area, hunker down and kind of contain the contamination. I know if you have little bitties, sometimes that's harder, um, but that's one good way, especially if it's an adult who can kind of isolate, that's a great way to try to prevent illness um, and, and protect the rest of the family. Um, also, you can easily make a disinfectant. So one cup of bleach in one gallon of water. So you can just make that kind of in mass, spread it into some spray bottles, And then it's really good just to use that disinfectant on doorknobs, countertops, um, especially in the area where that that ill individual might be hanging out more. Um, But if you are going to use this disinfectant on places where food is going to come in contact or maybe um, something you're using for a baby that's going to go in their mouth, just making sure that you really rinse after you disinfect that, just so there is going to be a high volume of bleach on that, those surfaces or those items. So you just want to rinse that off after it's killed the, the bacteria or viruses. That's, that's its point. But we don't want to have that bleach in the mouths of anybody, really. So rinsing that off. Um, and really symptom monitoring is a great way. So it might start with one ill person in your in your house, but then really watch to see, you know, are you getting fevers? Are you getting coughing? Are you getting sneezing, shortness of breath? All these different symptoms that might go with whatever illness is happening in your household. That way, if you have more, you can try to help isolate those individuals or at least disinfect kind of afterwards when they've been in different areas. Oh, great. So then I'm wondering, excuse me, I'm wondering when my kids are sick, when should I keep them home from childcare or from school? Right. Great question. Um, So each childcare in school really should have an illness policy. And that's something that you should be very aware of. You should have a copy of it. 
Um, so I'll talk about some generalities and then also um, a great resource that we have here in Colorado. But in general, um, fevers greater than 100.4, definitely keeping those kiddos home, um, coughing, runny nose, vomiting and diarrhea, most definitely. If you see a rash starting to come up or blisters, um, something that you're not sure about. Um, and then if your kiddos just aren't able to participate like normal, that's a pretty good indicator that something is going on. And really what we're trying to do is help protect the other kids and adults in the environment that they're headed into, whether it's childcare or schools. And the same would be true for us as adults, not heading into work when we know that we've, um, when we're sick. Um, the Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment, commonly known as CDPHE, they have a great resource that's really a good rule of thumb throughout the state, and it's called How Sick is Too Sick. And I'll provide a link um, so that you guys can have access to this. It's really great as it goes through some general symptoms, like I just mentioned, but it also talks about very specific diagnosis and if children should be um, kept home with those symptoms or those diagnoses. Um, and then I'll also provide a link uh, for how to make the disinfectant. And again, that's just a great tool to have if you do start to see that illness um, creep into your own home and you can protect those that are there. Heather, this is great information. Is there anything we forgot to ask or is there any, any additional information you would like to share with us? I think that's about it. It's just really about being aware and paying attention to your own health. Um, don't try to be the brave parent that's just going to tough it out and go to work sick or, or try not to send your kiddos sick, paying attention to those symptoms and being aware. And then, yeah, just keeping them home. And hopefully that'll decrease the amount of time that they're sick as well. They can heal up and then we can get them back to childcare or school. Heather, thank you so much for taking time to meet with us today and for sharing this invaluable information. You're very welcome. Thanks for having me.